Hi and welcome to At The Bus Stop. My name is Aisha. Like I mentioned in the last episode, it's in two parts and this is the second part of the episode. I'm still talking to Triumph Johnson. If you haven't caught up with the last one, you should because there were a lot of tips and information that you'd find very useful, just as in this one. As always, I'll join you at the end of the episode for my takeaways. Bye. If you notice some lagging, that's because this was recorded remotely as a result of the lockdown because of COVID-19. I hope you're all staying safe. You were trying to explain the... That's a question, that's a question, right? Yeah. Do you remember the question? You said something like... uh, um... Okay, I'll I'll ask again. There's a company that's tackling your creativity, right? Yeah, exactly. So I was trying to explain that sometimes both both we and the, the person we are reporting to, we are two at that point in time we can be we can be identified as two different type of monsters, like we are very arrogant. Like when I feel like I am creative, um and then the head of public think no, you know, he's not creative enough, my own idea is creative enough. And because he is the head, he gets to decide on what to use. Not not every time do you get people that will give you the leverage to your ideas and however there are also times when your ideas might not really be good enough they might not be truthfully good enough for them because you are actually saying you like your idea is like a baby you are protecting yeah. him and you want to like hold on to it so it's it's it doesn't allow you to see the clarity or see the picture that somebody else is painting so you have to be very so one thing you should also have in your mind is that any idea you have yours and that of your your creative head or your personal reporting to and both of your both of your ideas can be involved. If you take it to under society or under community or under gathering and they discuss on it, we see no ideas to what you have developed. It's never finished. Huh. So what you should be what you should try to do is um, decide if you are ready to see the points in this person's idea. If you see the point is trying to drive, how can you make this materials and make a an hybrid? Most times when people make an hybrid of someone else's idea and they are all joined together, they are allowed to win like that, okay. Then if you keep doing that, so so people don't understand that the most work you have to do is first off, before you sell your idea, is to win the person you're selling your idea to. You have to win that person. You have to make that person want to listen to you. If you have no one that person, no matter how creative you are, no matter how good your idea is, the person might not give you that room to, 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 to listen to, to your idea. So you need to win that person. So by winning that person, you that what you should do is allow the person to take the win sometimes. And sometimes merge both of your wings together. So you allow the person to have his own creative um, freedom and merge it with yours. And say, okay, this can be a better idea. Oh, I like I like your idea, but don't you think it will, it will look this way? If we make it like this, I will make it like this. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Or, and then you guys see, you guys now agree on something at the end of the day. You guys see, you have aligned because you have, you have, you do not like dispute his idea. So, what you should do is to allow that person to have the way to, at a point, what you start seeing is that that person now starts to trust your judgment and just assessing you, assessing it to you. You won't become boring at that point because what happens right now, the person is like, oh, just give it to Aisha. Aisha knows what to do. And you're like, I actually enjoy doing to argue about these things. Do you get so it is 
pitching idea is not the main work. It is you winning that person, gaining the person's trust. That is the main work. And if you are in a place where you can only try to give the person's trust and you have tried to like use different tactics or communications to get the person, and the person is not 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 yielding, then that person has probably has a problem with you. Mm. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's a fact, but the person has a problem with you, or the person has a problem with their ego. You know, we are from different backgrounds. There's people that sure. know, like they don't want to take they feel like leading to ideas like them being defeated. Mm. Meanwhile it's for the to, um, it's for the it's for the growth of the company, but then at that point, their ego will not allow them to accept it. So at that point, you might work on someone. If you're working someone like that, then you might now know you might now have to take second decision, which is you have to like find a way to go somewhere like to allow you to express your creativity. No creative will ever grow if you are not allowed to express yourself. If every idea you bring is no, let's not do that. Let's do this. Let's you will be born out and you never like that place again. You, at the point, you just resent going to work. You will know that you resent going to work. And every time mm. they call the brainstorm session, you will never go to work because what is the point? Why am I even going to Why am I talking about this? So you, you should understand that if you are working with somebody like that, that there is no, if you are working with somebody like that, that will not give you the, that will not give you the uh, open environment for somebody to discuss, then find a way to live. But then, if not, if you're in that type of position, also understand that um, you might need to be the person that needs to communicate well with the person, the other person, for the person that we are communicating, trying communicate. Communication, what, what we are doing actually is communication, persuasion. So you master that out of persuading and winning your head of creative, then you can win under your audience. You can, you can write something to win your audience. Do not shy away from that challenge. Do not run away. Try. The marketing professional will always want to like use communications to take the balance. You try and take the balance. But if this person is saying no, no, I will not listen to you. Aha, uh-huh. then take the next step and and leave. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um if you find yourself in a situation where you're coming up with an idea and then the other person, say your superior, you know, also has an idea of their own, but mm that idea to you sounds let's not go far and say insanely stupid but it just doesn't sound like it would sell your client's product as well as you would want it to how then do you address such a topic because you could lose your job from what i understand you like you have an idea and then you just go and pitch it someone is saying oh let's do it this way and you don't think this is what because you have had meeting with clients you don't think this is what clients want right well something like that you know something like that okay okay Okay, so <laughs> hmm. <laughs> this is very technical. Hmm. And the problem about this thing is that when you even leave them, when you even go out with the idea, they come back to blame it on you. Mm-hmm. They come back to blame it on you. Okay, so this is this is what I think. Like I think what you should do is like what I said. What I said previously, like try and try try and say, oh. So there's a time when there's a time when. Let me give you an example. There's a time when I did a campaign and then uh, we went to campaign to my boss. And my boss was like, he likes this idea, but he doesn't think this will sell. And in my head, I'm like, no, this is so sell. Like, what are you like? I know I did a lot of research. I spoke to people before I did this. And he's like, you know why he's saying this and stuff. And uh, funny enough, he allowed me to do. I don't know that he allowed. He allowed this for me to learn my lesson. So, 
one thing that I'm going to say is most of these older people, they have a point. They have, they actually, they have a point when they are saying these things because if they are pitching, if they are pitching to youth of an older demographic, always listen to them. So I, I do not agree. So I do not agree. So this guy shall allowed me, my boss, he allowed me to say, to go ahead. And then we went to pitch. And we didn't get a contract because <laughs> because <laughs> he didn't like it. Everything he said at the meeting that I was disagreeing to, he said the same thing. It was like, I, he didn't know that I probably know him and I know that he always like, he wants, he wants to win every contract. I would say he informed this guy that he just told me this thing. Like they were saying the same thing. Now, that taught me a lesson, right? So, my idea might be very beautiful. And I am still thinking about that, even after that meeting, I was like, ah, I pitched this to say that well, you know, this is a very, very fantastic idea. But the people I was pitching to would never have been able to see it the way I saw it. So, mm-hmm. so sometimes, 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 this, if your client is saying, oh, I think this is your house you should do, ask. That was, that was I said that, that, was, that was your last question. I said that it's very, very good when you are able to ask questions before you come, you come in. To ask if, if this is an open ended environment where you can have no conversation. If you can have open conversation, ask the guy and say, Please, can I know why you are saying this? Is there anything like influencing your viewpoint so I can respect it at least? Because you cannot come and just throw an idea to me. Just ask about that. Can I know why you are. Um, is there a reason why you are using this idea? Should I know? Can you make me understand? And then you'll be able to now know why they are saying it. As opposed to when you say, no, 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 I don't think that will work. This is what they told me. That time, now, that time, I'm not going to fight for which idea should win. But you come from the aspect of, can I know why you are bringing this viewpoint? Um, is there a reason why you are doing this? What you are able to see is reason. You might not even use the idea at the end of the day, but you might be able to evolve on your own to make it look more better and make it mirror what you want, but in your own language. And then you might be able to yeah. pass across the communication to the people you are going to go and pitch to. Sometimes these guys have, they are making, they know what they, they know what they are saying. They might not be saying to the right thing. They might be using the, uh, the, the oppressive language because they're your heads or them. You know what they are saying. Huh. Yeah. Okay. So, see, I, I feel like this will never end because I'm very big on drilling into everything you say just to get the most out of it so i'll end this on one particular note and then we'll pick this up another time so you know that a lot of marketers and creatives will say stuff like people don't know what they want till you give it to them or you (laughs) yeah until you tell them so in a situation like that when you find yourself in a situation like that where you feel like this particular angle this direction that i'm going this another angle is that one that's going to sell this thing to the end and somebody yeah. telling you guy i know my generation they are not going to buy this thing how yeah. do you now say uh-uh. but i know what i'm saying you know let me yeah. do this you see what i'm saying i've, I've, I've actually not bought into that thing before what you just saying that people don't know what you want to see people actually know what they want they don't, they don't just know how to communicate it they know what they want they know what they want. Like, what happens is that some people are skilled with the act of communicating. Some people are not. Some people might want something, but they don't, they don't know how to describe it. So they will keep trying 
different things. Also, they get what they want. But some people take it from this get go that this is what I want, and they will stand at it. Hmm. Now, you as a marketer or a creative, your job, your sole job is for you to listen, force your client. Listen, see the way you are interviewing me now, right? Yeah. Listen to your client, like talk to your clients in this manner. I don't know what they will give you this one day, but if they give you this one day, talk to them in this manner. So you're able to know different aspects of where they're coming from. They know what they want. Every of them know what they want. They just, they just don't know how to communicate it to you. Huh. So, maybe because of experience, and I've lost people on these accounts before. So, I work with someone that I, I work with. So, one, one guy, he's a very big dude, and he's, he's doing, he's, he's like, he's, he owns like an estate in Lekki, so he's real estate. What I need to market it for him. And when I started working for him, I swear, when I went into that meeting, I bombarded the guy with all of my ideas. And he was saying, I think I've done this thing before, but then he's not working. And I was like, no, that person, I was not giving him the audience to listen to. That person that did it before, really know that this is the way I want to do it. This is what I'm changing. This is what I'm going to do. Ah. The guy listened, and he was looking at me, and he was like, okay, I'm going to give you the freedom to, like, execute this thing. And then I went ahead to do it. And again, see me and friend, me and Filio, we have been we have like they are like good friends. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned a lot from from. He's a very good friend to have. I've learned a lot from 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 him. So that's how I entered this thing. And first three months, I did not get one lead. I burned almost one one point five two m on campaigns. I was not, I did wow. not get one. You know when they say one lead, one I didn't get. Ah. So when so what for what I'm usually probably lucky with is that these guys maybe for some reason maybe they feel like oh this guy learns or maybe maybe I have a I have a gift of persuasion. So they always want us to go back to the drawing board. So when we came back to the drawing board, I started talking. I found myself now agreeing to what we were saying at first hmm. at the start. Everything was saying, I could agree to it now. I was able to understand. Because what happened now is because when he was trying to communicate to me at the start, I felt like I knew what he wanted already, and I didn't even see. The, my, my creative arrogance was blinding me so bad that I was not able to see what he wanted. I was only seeing what I feel like he felt like he wanted. This is this thing, I don't want to dive too deep into, but this thing happens in relationships so where you feel like this was your spouse or your partner wants. Of course, even before that, when, when I trying to communicate, they're like, no, don't worry, I know, I know, don't worry, I will change, I will do. But this is not what, you don't even know what they want. They're, they're trying to communicate to you, but you never allow them to communicate. So, hmm. it happens too, like that in your work. So, three, four months later, I was not able to merge what he was saying with my own. We spent less, and we're getting like 60 leads in a month. Hmm. See, you, wow. like, when you, when you open your, like, your ears to, like, listen, and then, like, and learn how to, like, one one of the best gifts in life for anybody is to learn how to properly communicate. And like you did one video on it and how to properly properly listen, not just hear, listen and yeah. know how to communicate. Once you have that gift, eh, you'll be able to choose any table to your favor. Any if, if, if it's a negotiation, if it's anything, the best lawyers are the ones that listen. They listen a lot because they're able to see the crack in another in the other defense lawyer's story. They're able to see everything. They will see everything. You listen. You're able to see a lot of. They are listening very well. They are ready to communicate. Not just to just communicate to argue. They are ready to communicate well. 
be able to see a lot a lot more perspective to things. So okay. when you're in that position, I feel like communication and listening comes a long way. Do you you will see people who start to appreciate you more because you're actually listening to them and actually coming. I'm not I'm not I'm not saying that they're not there are people that are not assholes. They're assholes even no matter what you want to do, you never please them. Right? But then you ask yourself a question. You find you those assholes have friends. How come those friends, friends for probably like 10 years, how come those people are still with them? Did they master surviving with these people? Those people have families. Most of them even have wives. And if their wife will say that they're the most incredible person on earth, how? You get so there are different ways to communicate to people, and then you should choose your battles. There's some battles you can win. If you want to communicate to somebody, but it's not listening. You cannot spend 10 years trying to learn how to communicate to one person and they leave. Right? Mm-hmm. Just try. But, but at first, try to communicate and listen. If at the point when you're trying to communicate and listen, the person does not, does not want to still get your point. I beg. Just like, your mental health is very, very key. Just leave the project and, and move. Hmm. Yeah. So, communicate to understand, not communicate to respond. Yep. And then also, also um, ensure that you can discern which is your battle to fight. To Not fight. necessarily to win, yeah. you know, but which is your battle to fight, fight and which and you then, just let go of. Yeah, and then always respect the other person's point of view. Respect it. Respect it like you respect yours. And then mm. you see a change. Respect mm. it. Allow them to feel good about what they are talking about. And then well, make them feel good about it and still push your point, point across. You will see that. They will, it will bend a lot to your favor. Do not just go to argument straight. Do not just start arguing about it straight. Major key. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I honestly do not want to end this here to, to be like, I don't, but I know that I'm going to pick this up another time. This yeah. is going to be in two parts because I can't oh. make it one part. It will not even work. Yeah. Uh, so will you be open to doing another one with me? Why? Yeah, sure. But you buy me a drink, Daddy. I don't mind. <laughs> Let's hope that this whole COVID thing packs yeah. up as soon as possible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I think I'll be moving. moving. I will move where? Where? I've been, I've been, I've been driving mostly, Shambo. I've been moving. <laughs> of course, it has to be absolutely necessary, you know. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, once I, I, I haven't been moving like that. It, it has to be insanely necessary for me to decide I want to move from point A to point B. Otherwise, I'm staying put where I am. <laughs> yeah, a lot of things yeah. are digital now. If it's not yes, necessary, yes, no need. Yeah. Almost some things, I mean, let's not go there. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's not go there. <laughs> I was about to be not here, no good here, I beg. No, Allah. No, Allah. Thank you. Yes, Thank yes, you yes. so much. You're welcome. All right, then. Bye. Yes, I know. Yes, I know. Yeah. Hey, I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Triumph Johnson because I really did. And that was why it had to be cut into two episodes, because I had to milk as much as possible out of him. Anyways, like I promised before, I'd be sharing my takeaways. So here we go. The first one. If you feel your creativity is being stifled in any workplace, try communication first. 
But if that fails, find yourself a workplace where you will flourish. The second one, remember to always keep up with the trends in your industry. That's where your growth lies. If you find yourself in a workplace where they're keeping you away from everything good and around you, you should probably leave and find yourself a place where you will grow. And the last one, be as logical and as organized as possible when making your first job choice. Apply for more internships initially because those shorter contracts will give you room to make more informed decisions about your career path. If you learned anything else from these two episodes, please share with us on Instagram. You can find the podcast on at the bus stop pod or my personal Instagram at Aisha Money. See you next time. Bye.